So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type two collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. The S&D Podcast channel could be listened to on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and of course, SNDblog.com. We could also be found on all of the social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't forget, since you love our show so much, make sure to rate, review, and of course, share with all your family and friends. Up right now. Welcome to episode 281 <laughs> of the <laughs> As you guys could tell, we have already gone off the rails today. Oh, shit. We have Welcome no idea where we're going. That was awesome. <laughs> Too bad I'm being recorded visually. Visually, I should say. He probably has his hand over his face and he's shaking his head. No, I'm not restarting this. This is is called live radio. (laughs) This is what the people need, Danny. Steven's comedic timing is not always that on point. Tonight it is. It's it's the little things that people need, Danny. It's the little things. Danny, we're trying to get through a pandemic here. We gotta laugh. Also, don't forget the people of Ashburn, Virginia love a good laugh. Shout out. They've been through the pandemic for a little while, though. They live in the South. (laughs) Were they in the pandemic, though, or are they one of the South that just didn't care? Well, I don't know. Florida cares now, apparently. (laughs) They're trying to control spring break. (laughs) We we all know how that worked last year. Honestly. And who was the other one we noticed was listening a lot? Colts Neck, New Jersey, the hometown of my cousins. Where is... What is Boardman? No idea. And Fishers and Tucker. Shout out to the people in New Tapai. for listening to our our podcast. If if you made it this far, congratulations. North Dakota. And isn't Scenic Falls in North Dakota? Can I ask a question? Why do we have a North North and South Dakota? Just nobody. One one has to have the thing with the presidents in it, and one doesn't. No, and they and they needed borders, so I guess they're like, oh, might as well be North and South Dakota. Just make it Dakota. I, I'm, they're allowed to have a big state. Just make Dakota. Right. If and we're Virginia gonna bring in Puerto, Virginia if we're gonna bring in Puerto state. Rico, we might as well make the Dakotas one state and leave it at fifty. We're pretty good with this fifty thing, but if we're gonna start adding things, maybe that's what it is. Because we can't go back to forty-eight now. <laughs> yeah, but if apparently we're looking to bring in Puerto Rico as a state. Over there, state? To... Well, then you make Dakota one thing when we're sticking at 50. This is like moving teams around divisions. <laughs> this is like this is like the NHL. Like, hey, we're yeah. going to bring in a team, but we're going to have 31. And then they're like, wait a minute, this doesn't work. So now we have right. to bring in Seattle. And now all these other cities are like, what about us? So I'm so dumb that I have to Google a map of the United States to see where things are. I don't even know if West Virginia and, and okay, they obviously are next to each other. So West the Virginias can be one state too. 
I don't want any more directional states. Yeah, but if we do that, then we're down to 49. Oh, the Carolinas. We could put, make them okay, one so we're state. getting rid of the Carolinas. <laughs> we're getting rid of the Dakotas, and we're getting rid of the Virginias. So we have lost three states. We add Puerto Rico. We're at 48 states. We got to make two more states. Let's be honest. California could be two states. We just have to find up a new name. It can't be North and South Carolina. <laughs> In all fairness, so can New York. We technically not, are two different states. New York is not that. Vin, that's true. We like, went upstate. upstate. New York is a different place. <laughs> okay, so up, so like anywhere, maybe we just make Long Island a state. Is that when you want? To, let's do that. I think that's a good idea. I mean, we're not north or south, so it doesn't make sense. It's just Long Island. It's, we're just an island. It's like Rhode Island. We're Long Island as a state. I like this, Danny. What do you think? <laughs> It doesn't matter to me. Wow, the Danny just not interested in this bit. Wait, at all. but then also, we all, but then we have forty nine. Okay, so <laughs> if you look at a map, there's this little piece of land that's in the middle of the lakes that is connected to Wisconsin, but is part of Michigan. Who decided that? It was a coin flip. It's where Marquette <laughs> is. Like, what are we doing here? It starts with a W. It should be in Wisconsin. It makes sense. It's just right. It's right. Like, in the middle of Lake Superior and Lake Michigan. I guess that's why, because it's on Lake Michigan, but, like, just... Okay, but Michigan gets a lake. You might as well give Wisconsin an island. It's on an island! It's connected (laughs) to Wisconsin! This is... Honestly? Wait, we're still missing a 50th state. Alright, so what are we gonna do? Danny, any ideas? (laughs) Now now you're making me look up... (laughs) Oh, we're, um, oh, no, no, those are. I'm just watching you guys burn and laugh at you two. Map of U.S. Let's see here. Enjoy, I Wait. enjoy watching ourselves burn, too. If we're splitting. Wait, I don't want to buy California one. <laughs> splitting California in two, so that's what, well, we should, what we should do is split Jersey in half. Pennsylvania gets the south half and we get the northern half since it's basically that way anyway. I like that idea, but that's still not adding a state. I know. I'm but just throwing out idea. my so We're, we're rewriting these borders. We're remaking history here, boys. <laughs> All right, we got... And the whole. I have a question. Can we take out the whole Boston. New Mexico thing? Can we rename that? Like, What makes what them we... new? They're, they're pretty old at this point. Well, say the same about New Jersey and New York and New... Uh... Yeah. Also... This little piece of Oklahoma that is like at the top of Texas, that little top one, cut that out. That's part of Texas now, too. Like, who yeah, lives but, there? but you could cut off part of Texas and make that Oklahoma. No. Yes. Not, no. Texas does See, that Texas... weird go up on the side of New Mexico and have like a strip of Oklahoma on top of it. Texas is the state we're splitting if we're splitting anybody. Yeah, but they're going under anyway because, you know, they're I, trying to ruin them. I think we should we should buy... What's like, going on with Montana? Do we, does anybody care about them? <laughs> <laughs> Can we trade Canada, like, for one of their things for, like, a state to be named later or something? Can we buy British Columbia? I like it over there. Nah. I think that's what we do. That's the plan. We're buying Vancouver and British Columbia. You know, we, we're not even case. thinking about, like... Alaska and Hawaii, and these guys are just like... Can we trade them? You know what? You know what you can do with Hawaii? You can make one, two, three, four, five states out of that little fucking thing. (laughs) 
They're all split anyway. I think we should trade Alaska to Russia for some kind of protection or something. Nah, we don't want them to protect us. I think we're I don't think we're done with this bit. But I think it was a good idea at the time. I still you know, don't like technically if you Dakota. look if you look a little bit, Toronto is lined up perfectly with Michigan and New York. Like right in the middle there. We could take it them. It is right there. You we can take them. Take, you know, just uh, cut that's that like off. Ontario. See, that's the thing. It's the whole province you have to take of, of Ontario. So you're going up to Winnipeg, and like it's a lot of area. No, Winnipeg's out. Just... Winnipeg's Manitoba. Well, it's Lake Winnipeg. Okay, so we're just cutting the Toronto part out. Yeah. And we'll take Ottawa, too, I guess. We do feel I don't bad. Know. I feel bad for Ottawa. We should I take them. Feel, I feel bad. They can Doesn't have Maine. Help. They can have Maine. <laughs> All right, so we're, re- we're rebuilding the country here. I think that's a, a solid idea. I feel like I if we get everybody rebuild- together <laughs> in, in a room, we can't, I feel we can't like- get together for simplest things. We're gonna get <laughs> together in a. But let's Danny, rebuild. I think you can agree that 2021 is a rebuilding year for the country. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a very we big can, rebuilding we year. Make some trades. We gotta make some we trades. Some prospects, yeah. Listen, I want some yeah. draft picks out of this prospects. too. You never know who's gonna like break off of their city and become right. their own. So the big, for all we know, Montauk one day is gonna be like, screw you guys, and cut themselves off of us and make us take a boat to go see Montauk. At this point, the big piece we have to trade is Texas, but we're gonna have to get somebody to eat their contract. That's the problem. Oh yeah, that's he's see the cool the thing about them no. is they could all just go live on Jerry Jones' yacht wherever he's so, living these days. So Texas is basically uh, Robinson Cano's contract. We just need Brody Van Wagen in to correct to, to be it. the president of so, or whatever Mexico. So Mexico. Technically, he's working for Rock whatever Nation, so Seattle Rock probably Nation wants him. He's the basement guy. That went left. Someone really... has to deliver the mail to all the desks, okay? <laughs> Steven, have you had the... I'm going... We're, we're going, going so far left here. <laughs> we're going from states Blue to whatever. Army, the Blue and Orange Army beer from uh, Oyster Bay Brewery? No, it was first released this week. So no. All right, good. We'll now get some. I haven't had it yet. Of course, I'll end up getting it. I have had the hot sauce, which is like... It's not like one of those hot where you're going to sweat for a while after, but you're going to, it, it, it's hot where when you eat, like you take a French fry and dip it in there, you're going to feel the hot sauce all the way to your stomach. Okay. But so you're not going to start. with the hot sauce and a beer? They have the hot sauce out already. We're out of hot sauce right now. Um, the beer actually was just released this weekend officially at Oyster Bay Brewery. That's yeah, actually been something that we've been working on for like a year. So it was just pandemic hit and held us up on it. I'm definitely going to order some and go pick it up this week. It only comes in a case of 24. 24, I believe, yep. yeah. 40 cans, 20 bucks. 20, 24 cans, $40. So, yep. It's not really Pretty like it's not it's not like you're getting really screwed on it. You just get a lot of it. That's the only thing. So, sure. And it's uh, I'm assuming a limited limited release. No, we're looking at a long-term thing. Nice. I believe. You know, again, this was it just released this weekend. This is the first time. So, Fest has wanted to come on to talk about it for a while. I got a bunch of questions for him. We'll figure that out soon. Um, there's some things that I don't have full answers with, so I'd rather let him give full answers for what's happening, and also some yeah. some big news possibly coming soon with the hot sauce as well. Um, one of the bars in East Meadow that I hang out with is 
possibly going to be making it a wing flavor. I so, like it. So that's pretty exciting news. Um, the Rams signed Deshaun Jackson. And oh, they fuck put, that guy. And they play the Giants this year, so get ready for that one. Uh, for two catches. Thank God he doesn't return punts anymore. Mm, He's uh, going to be the guy for Stafford to just throw the I, ball down to down the field to before he gets hit. I don't think I've ever told this story on a podcast on that, that day. I, I think I was at the second worst spot uh, other than being at the game. <laughs> just, was it, didn't you have like a wasn't that Christmas day? I, I was going to say it, it's somebody so somebody's anniversary or something. It was my parents' wedding anniversary that day. That's what it was. No, it was somebody's parents' wedding anniversary. Yeah, Danny, um, go my yeah I I remember it like it was yesterday. Unfortunately, um, so for whatever reason, my grandma, since we were all gotten older, we don't do Christmas Day anymore with her with the whole family, so. They pick a Saturday or Sunday, and it happens to be Sunday for this this season. So, <laughs> you still have the old school TV where you had to turn the knob on it. Uh, can I part. can I can I speak? Oh, okay. <laughs> let me let, let me get sure. on to it. Sorry about the. Can email. I ask one a question before that? Wasn't this like two weeks before Christmas? No, it was, it was the nineteenth. Right it was December nineteenth. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was, it was like the okay. week of Christmas was probably oh, during I, the week that year. I think. Oh, the Packer Bear game was New Year's Eve. Okay, go ahead. So yeah, so it was at my grandma's pre, pre. Um, we didn't get, we don't have a high def. We have a TV from 1986, so it was before I was even born. Oh, and there, the Giants and Eagles look like ants, because you know how if you watch standardized TV, like they cut up the whole half the screen, like they do with like your movies if you're watching it on a iPad or whatever. So. I'm with my cousins, my uncles, everybody's going nuts and just everything. And just like we're watching it like on like watching ants. I'm like, how did we watch football like this before? Like, I I couldn't believe like we were stuck watching it like this. So long story short, short, everybody knows what happens. They're choking and we're like, this is not good. And my uncle, who is always pessimistic, screaming, I told you, I told you, I told you. <laughs> and then we're like, all right. Uncle John. Yes. Got it. Hey, when so, those people are right. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, all right, he's not going to kick it to Deshaun Jackson. There's just no way. And, I, and I'm having full meltdown mode. My, my The females of the family, it's just football. It's just football. It's not a big deal. You're going to ruin the holiday. Like. Are you watching the game right now? This is terrible. This is just like I wanna I just wanna die. I like I legit just wanna die. And then we're like, all right, Matt Dodge, don't kick the ball to Deshaun Jackson. You see Tom Coughlin. Don't kick the ball to Deshaun Jackson. And yep, and Deshaun Jackson just fumbles it real quick and then he takes it to the house. When I tell and all my uncle is, I told you, I fucking told you they're gonna blow it. I knew it. They're just a bunch of fucking chokes. And I'm like, I'm like, this, this is, this is Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, this, this is the... this is literally the worst. And like, my phone's blowing up. Like, are you, are you watching this? No, I'm not watching this. Of course, I'm watching <laughs> this. Like, like I just want to like just dig myself in a hole. And thank God I could have went to the game but i didn't thank god i didn't go but um yeah that was the second worst spot to be at other than being at the game like you and my cousins were at just 
Yeah, yeah. That that is probably one of the worst giant moments of my life. Um, I remember being at work and just I looked at my phone, and at the time I didn't realize because like, yeah. It obviously helped the Packers make the playoffs that year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I don't. That. At the time, I didn't realize that that was the case. So I was just like, "Oh shit, the Giants blew it." I do. Yeah. I want to go back to something you said. They were <laughs> ten and six. We we that was that literally kept yeah. us out of the playoffs. This is not. I, I mean, go, go for it. It's gonna come out sexist, whatever. Watching football or or sports. Like, every single time I go to my dad's house, we watch a game, I come downstairs, my stepmom asks if they won. And if they didn't win, her response is always the same thing. She goes, well, I'm sure they tried hard. And this past <laughs> year at the NFC Championship game, I walked out the door and I said, I don't give a fucking shit how hard they tried. I literally threw my hat and screamed when I got in the car because that's how annoyed I was. Oh, yeah. And I knew she was going to say because she says it every time. And it actually, some, sometimes it helps. Sometimes it's like... You know, no, she's, no, it, it, it never try. helps. So, no, it never helps. With baseball, it does, to be honest. Because well, baseball is so much I'm different. To it. It. In, in all fairness, in all fairness, when Karen would say something like that, it's going to help. Because Karen's got, like, like sweet voice. Like, <laughs> she's, so, she's like the nicest human being ever. So, so when she says thing. that stuff, it actually does help a lot. <laughs> the really bad one, I didn't talk to any. I only talked to Steven. The, the 2014 National Championship game, we just went to Buffalo Wild Wings in silence. And then came back in silence, and I just didn't talk for like three hours. Yeah, um, that was such an awkward car ride. <laughs> yeah, that 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 game was just, and like the funniest thing with Nicole, if we if it's at a home game before we had season tickets, we would have to like obviously pay out of our pockets even more because of StubHub. And she goes, "Please don't be mad," and I'm like. Oh, I, that's bad. Oh, I'm like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that you know that that's that's yeah. Please, please don't don't be mad. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna forget we wasted three hours of our lives just oh, watching this game, just to be just. I don't know why. And then, please don't be mad is any better than they tried, but it, <laughs> it somehow is worse. And, and then I'm dri- Then I get to get stuck driving the two an hour and a half to two hours oh, in yeah. bumblefuck traffic. Just all the way home, but yeah, you get to sleep. Don't worry about it. But I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna be allowed to get mad. And she goes, "Why are you listening to the post game? I don't know. I don't know. I'm listening. <laughs> I, I'm still fuming about the game. And Carl Banks and uh, Bob Pop are gonna actually calm me down, even though they're not. They're gonna just make me even yes. more mad." And then the 80 people at work. So what happened to the Giants yesterday, huh? It's just a bad day, huh? They suck. Yeah, no kidding, they suck. Yeah, so, yeah, fuck Deshaun Jackson, and I hope he sucks in L.A. And he doesn't even die. I hate him so much. The next day at work is usually not so bad for me. The worst one was the fail Mary, though, because I had work at, like, 6 a.m. the next morning, and I just, I couldn't sleep laying awake, like, they're going to change this, right? Like, it wasn't. <laughs> you were waiting for them to be like, wait, wait you called them all back. <laughs> Even the next day, they were just like, the the, the commissioner has the, the power to change this ruling. And I was like, maybe he'll do it. But the yeah. next day, the, I, the first person I saw walked in here, like, he didn't catch that ball. I was like, go fuck yourself. I just go, just, I don't want to hear it today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> football, football makes us do very stupid and very angry. Uh, and I, I love how it affects our week. It really is amazing. Really, 
how three hours on a Sunday really affects our week. But, like, do you feel bad? Do you feel dumb? Like, do you feel immature when this happens? Because I do every single time. uh, I I don't know. I think I'm so At this point, I do. I don't give a fuck anymore, to be honest. It's just like the past couple years have been, like, this year was kind of frustrating, especially later in the year when they would lose games. Yeah. Stupidly um, lose I games, don't... yeah, but, like, the past couple of years, it just became, like, okay, they lost. Whatever. Right. Next day. I, I have, now that I have a wife and kid, I, I, I need a half hour. I'm like, just give me a half hour. Right. I won't stew in front of you. I'll I'll stew to friends and everything, and I'll be mad about it, but just give me a half hour. That's all I ask. <laughs> really, like Steven said, like, I've gotten better, but even, like, it used to happen with the Mets. Like if they if they're good, and they lose any time during the season, I get annoyed. But like just this last year, the NFC Championship game, like I was literally in a bad mood for a day, like the entire next day. Well, yeah, it, so, it, it, it value it, it when you get that far, game. and it, yeah, if the just... Giants are one in seven and they lose, I'm not right. mad. If, if it's a playoff game, I'm definitely I'm definitely getting mad. Rutgers just. Fucking lost. They didn't score a point for like ten minutes. Ever since you said something, they stopped I, playing. I, I Way to go. You jinxed Rutgers University. The, game on. the mm. New Jersey University. Yeah, the New York Football University that they brought in the Big Ten. Wait, but they're calling themselves the New York the New York University. No, Vince said the the reason they that was what they said when they yeah, brought the them into the market. Yeah. You know, we we talked we were kind of talking about this. <laughs> Earlier today, I forgot what was the the conversation, but it was like it's the same thing when like Alabama plays that Division three school. Rutgers is only in the Big Ten for the money. They don't care about the sports, right? They're there because they're bringing in money. They're they're bringing people are seeing their school and it's making them more noticeable. How often do you see Rutgers on national TV? Or even on well, ESPN yeah. or anything like that. But like if they have a Saturday night game against Ohio State or Michigan or 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 Purdue when they're playing well or Wisconsin, you know, they're gonna be seen and it's that's all they're looking to do is get seen and yeah. made the money. Hopefully Shiano rebuilds the program again to where he had it. Uh, it would be nice to have them be competitive, yes. At least be it, competitive. Like Yeah, they they had their moments this year. Right, they had a couple of good games this year and all that fun stuff. And making it competitive during football season—that's all that they really want to do. You know, that's all we—that's re- all we really want to see. Like when Rosen and I went to the game two years ago, it was literally oh, yeah. we went there, we got inside, the first quarter ended, and the place emptied. Yeah, that sounds about right. And he was like, "Okay, we're gonna go sit there now," and we sat literally in the first row and waited till the game ended. I was like, "We didn't drive three hours to get here." To leave after the first quarter. He goes, I know. <laughs> and then we got Roller Moser on the way home, so it worked out pretty well. That's cool. <laughs> I think we FaceTimed Vin on the way home, too. He definitely uh, FaceTimed me at some maybe. point. Probably. I, you guys, when you, I mean, the two of you, when you get going, <laughs> are out of control. Brian just repeats himself every five Yo. seconds. That was there, the, I love the, it. The picture. The picture. That was the picture, right? The night, on the way home. That game. He said the same story. I think Danny he, was at that game see. with us. Did, were you at the game? We did a group sale and then Rosen was there. Uh, or was that remember. the summer you were sick? 
Yeah, that was the summer I was out. Yeah. It may it have been the summer. I don't think no. It, it, we sat where the seven line sits, but we didn't get the tickets to the seven line. Oh, okay. Because we had a full like group sale for like a firework night or something that night. Yeah, no, I wasn't there. Okay, because I know you came to the Piazza game with us. Yeah, the Piazza game. game was the only game I went to. Okay, yeah. So Rosen was at this other game, and we're driving home with him, and we loved the kid to death, but he just kept repeating the same story over and over and over and over and over again. And Rosen, I love you. I know you're going to be listening to this, but that's right. what you do when you get drunk. And this is also <laughs> Danny. This is the first time I've ever met Brian in my life. Like, no, that definitely life. wasn't the first time. I think it was. I think it was the first time you've really hung out with yeah, Brian. Again. Like. I probably had met him once. That was the first time we really actually like, hung out together. I'm, uh, it's that was that was just a funny. That was a funny drive home. I think that was after we went to DC already. I think that was the same year we went to DC. Yeah, but he didn't go to DC. Yeah, but you met Pat before. You hung out with Pat before you hung out with. Yeah, him. yeah. Because <laughs> we went to the game with Pat. <laughs> Right, Pat came to Pat met us at the game. I probably met Brian at an Islander game or something. You definitely met Brian I don't a bunch of times at Islander games. Because the thing, I feel like I don't know. Probably he was the buddy, like I was the buddy for. Uh, for... Yeah, like for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does Danny know that story about how Vin and I knew each other, but we were never told each other's names for like four years? I don't. <laughs> Sounds about right. It was just Danny. Every time Matt would Matt Stein would tell us, tell me, or or tell me a story, he'd be like, "Oh, I was talking to my buddy." And for like two years, he would say this. And then after once I met Stephen, I was like, "So he's the buddy you talk about every five seconds? <laughs> like he's just the buddy?" Okay, great. So now I know. The S and E podcast channel, the perfect channel for any style of podcast. We have all different pop culture style podcasts for all of your listening needs. If you would like to start a podcast, you can reach us at sndpodcast at gmail.com. We are always looking for new podcasts to add to our channel, and the topic could be anything you want. So contact us now. Oh, good times. Good times. <laughs> um, But on to bigger, better, brighter news. Danny, happy gala day. Happy gala day, Steve. Yeah, go for it. There's nothing to go for it. It was just one of those weird contract situations of like do they have them hostage does Dave Gettleman in a closet like do, do does uh, coach judge basically talking to him and then apparently Garrett's having meetings with him or like oh god this is not happening and then Friday the reports that the, the Ravens were kind of interested well he went to somewhere like, oh, first too right didn't he go somewhere before coming to New Jersey uh, maybe I, don't I think remember. he came from some another meeting. Maybe which it you know either... right away if you ever hear the words, um, left town for another right. meeting, it's over. So yeah, Nine everybody out of, eight out of ten times it's over. Right, and town. then everybody he was in New York for three days and just just like all right, well, this is very interesting. Like what's what's going on? And like it's obviously with the Giants, it started really rocky because of the the free agency market started real rocky because it was. Like a backup tight a running back, and you're like, really? The first move we make is a backup running back that we could definitely get like in a couple weeks. So, and then for a less back, than then we a, gave him, 
Yeah, and then a fullback. We're like, okay, this is this is this is really what what the hell's going on? And then we're like, all right, we have to get what's going on with Leo. So, thank God Leo signed because obviously this would have never well, been. Well, that's the crazy happen. thing with the NFL too. It's like you get that. It's similar to the NBA. You get that like two weeks, week and a half of where you could right. start conversations with free agents. Right, the, ta- the legal tampering, yeah. Right, and then you have But then that... Williams was like, this is a little Williams... too long, or it's not done. <laughs> like, it gets to that point. Where right, like, right. What's going it... on here? <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're literally not going to have any money to sign literally anyone. Uh, John Ross is going to be our big free agent wide receiver pickup. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, John Ross is, going... is a hostage right now, if you saw that TikTok video. Yes, yes. <laughs> Poor guy. I don't know why they made him do it. I don't know why. I feel he could definitely like. I just want to go home, and they're like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I, I wait, tweeted. Wait, do this. I tweeted. Blink three times if you're not if you're held hostage <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah, please. <laughs> Poor, <laughs> Poor guy. Um, but yeah, it was just like the Leo situation just held everything up, and you're just like, what is going on? And before that, they signed a the uh, they signed a fullback, and you're just like. What are they doing? Like we're we're sign. I know like it doesn't matter where you sign or what you sign. There's no priority sort of thing. Like if you get a player signed, great. But it's just like the optics of like the best we've the three moves we've made was a backup ta- tackle, a backup running back, and a, and a fullback that's going to be fighting for a job. So Dave like, Gettleman's he- lost his mind. <laughs> yeah. And the crazy then, like, thing is, then- don't we still have Gallman or no? He's gone. He's no, a free he's agent. Gone. Yeah, he's a free agent. Oh, so Booker's yeah, basically going to be Goldman. Okay. Right, and then Deion Lewis, Lewis is also gone as well. So we literally only have – we technically only had Saquon as a running back. Okay, so it kind of didn't make sense to sign somebody. Right. That can carry but, a, carry the load in case he, like, you know, for at right. least the month of August. But the, the – but the – the the contract was a head scratcher at the time. I kind of still is, but whatever. <laughs> um, it was just one of those like, all right, well, what are we doing here? Like, we have to get this contract done with uh, Williams. Like, this has been over the Giants' head for the last two and a half years since we traded him. So it was just one of those like, all right, what are we doing here? And thankfully, they got that done. It was a four-year deal he he earned it this year so let's see if and best of luck to dalvin of course oh yeah that one hurt too especially with dalvin seeing how much money like i thought originally i thought he was gonna go for like a four-year deal and like whatever but when i saw it was a two-year deal for 22 million i was like that hurt a little bit yeah thanks guys Uh, appreciate it i mean you guys need another the the vikings needed another middle defensive lineman that was a former giant to come tackle the Packer quarterback. Like they had right. Lavelle Joseph for like 15 years. Right. Yeah. It, it just, it, it just stung. I think if it was a normal uh, salary cap year, I think for that price, we would have re-signed them. If the cap that, goes up or if the TV contract would have been starting right now, you probably would have saw Thomas be re-signed at that, at that price. Maybe even, yeah. maybe even a little less for a couple extra years too. Maybe, yeah, but that's that's what hurt about it. When you saw the price, you're, everybody was thinking, all right, it's going to be a mo- like longer than a two-year contract for $22 million. And you're just like, yeah, that sucks. But the Giants don't re-sign. Like, that's the problem with the Giants recently. 
It's just they don't get to keep anybody for second contracts, and it's that might might be one of the more frustrating things of like the guy played for you for four years, never complained, always played, and he never got hurt. So that's what sucked about Dalvin leaving. Um, But it's time for everybody else to shine. They're they're gonna really expect Dexter Lawrence to get those those plays that. Dalvin doesn't play and then BJ Hill is going to go on a contract year and he hasn't really shown much in the last first three years. So hopefully something magically happens with him getting more reps. So it sucks to see him go. Um, yep. I don't know anything about keeping players for four years and then letting them walk and then letting them walk and then letting them walk and then letting right. them walk. Yeah, you know better than anyone. Yeah. <laughs> You guys have magical Case, great quarterbacks. Case Hayward, Matt, Micah Hyde, and now Corey Lindsley, and I can keep going down the list. No, I know, to. but at least you have a quarterback to like hide those like situations. So, but I kept um, Aaron Jones, thank God. Yeah, and you had to, you had to. But that, I, thing. the thing is, people say that I he was gone. He was it was hundred percent gone. I was resigned to the fact that the running backs are going to be Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon. They yeah. were Williams to... left, right? Williams is gone now. Williams is on the Lions, which is yeah, fine. Well... You had to... The fact that they were able to get Jones done, though, with the... it was definitely always going to be more money, but I just didn't think they'd be able to get it done. Right. And then with Galladay, I'm just, I'm just happy that Giants were able to get a wide receiver that with his caliber to actually be able to push the ball down the field be a number one wide receiver, and the one thing Daniel Jones has never had is that type of wide receiver. So he can, Daniel Jones is able to throw the ball deep. He actually had the best stats of actually throwing the deep ball this year. Granted, it, it wasn't the most than anybody, and that's probably why it helped, but Daniel can throw the ball down the field, especially with his t- touch down the field. It could happen. It's just. I'm just very glad that Galladay was able to come here and hopefully open up the offense. And now we've been saying it all all along with the draft. If we don't get anybody, we can hopefully get one of the star wide receivers that are in the draft. That changes a little bit, and we can actually go best available now. So hey. You can look at the line. You can look at defensively. You can look at other positions. You could even look right. to move out of that spot at this point. Right now, now our, that you our have ability is there, right. and we only have six picks in this year's draft. So, if they were to look to move down, I would be okay with it because we have Galladay now, and we still have Shepard and Slayton. And then Ross too Kyle, is going to uh, be very underrated, I think. Who Ross? Just bring him in, yeah. just having that yeah. extra. I mean, that's, guy a, there. Deep, that's a deep part right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's a low low risk high reward kind of guy with the big play. We we know he's he, he's not going to give us he's not going to give us numbers that are going to jump out at you, but he's going to give you flexibility on the offense. Right. And they also have And specialties, right? Have, and born from and we also have born from uh the Niners who finally got to play at the last game of the year. So And I think um Ross is a special teams guy too, a punt returner, a kick returner if I remember correctly. Maybe. Uh, maybe I I don't, I don't know for sure. And uh, and we're rumored to we have a Dory Jackson who's a he was a good special teamer. I don't know why he missed a lot of a lot of last year. I have to look into That's it. That's a kid but from uh, like Tennessee, right? That they cut. Yeah. Tennessee, yeah. He played for he played with USC, and 
he obviously looked up to Logan Ryan the few couple of years he was with them, and I that think he, I'm multiple, sure he was a... multiple giants have been right. tweeting at him since he, right. since his cut, including Peppers and Ryan. So right. clearly, there's respect there right, right now. As we speak. So, so clearly, there's some sort of respect there between and Darnay as well. <laughs> was hey. um, is he a Jersey guy? Who um, Jackson? N- no, he uh, he went to USC. I, I know he went think... to USC, but what did he grow up a Jersey guy? I don't believe he's a Jersey guy. I, I'll be honest with you. Um, but but with Logan, they, he he had Logan Ryan under his wings. I think he's a Cali guy. I'll be honest. I'm looking at right Belleville, now. Illinois. Oh, so, all right. So Not he, he had some <laughs> travels with the uh, USC. To so get I, to USC. I, the reason I was thinking was I know Ryan is a Jersey guy, Pepper's Jersey uh, guy. I didn't know if maybe that's why right. they're both reaching out. Maybe they're, you know. No, I, I think I think just Pepper's like is just a team vet and just like trying to recruit. He's a captain. He is a captain. They they got to find a way to get him stay. Well, that's the thing. I said that too. Is he the ty- is he going to be a guy who's willing to say, "Hey, don't worry about me in December. We'll talk." You know, because there comes a point in the season, and I know it's the same way in the uh, the NHL. Like after the trade deadline, you uh, once the playoffs start in the NHL, you don't the cap doesn't mean anything. And I know that in the NFL, if you hit a certain point, the cap hit won't hit for another year after that or whatever. It's like next year. Like, I remember they did that with Corey Webster. Corey Webster was in the last year of his contract, and it was like mid-December they gave him his extension. So is Peppers the type of guy who's willing to play out for that, save himself, and be willing and to do that? The thing with – the weird thing is with Gettleman, like one year he was able to trade away everybody at the deadline. And the, like last year with Dalvin, like you knew we're one in seven. And I, I know he was a captain and everything like that. I'm sure we're going to get compensation, so it's not the end of the world. But it's just weird how... Why would they get compensation for Dalvin, though? Because I think he's making enough money. I think that year. was only if it was like a like a trade or a, or a, uh, a restricted free agent type of deal. I don't no, think you, you get... You, you definitely know, you get, get yeah. picked. For uh, for signing for yeah Philly. we got one we, for, we, we get got a lot of Landon Collins yeah we got it for Landon Collins um so I don't know it's it wasn't like that would be the only head scratcher if you're gonna keep him why didn't you look to extend him but like I I hope Dalvin has a great career in Minnesota he he's just overall a great guy he was our rep for the Walter Payton Award and I and I know a lot of stories of him outside mm-hmm. the football field. Because one of my good friends actually r- runs into him at the gym. He they used to work out at together. So that I know for a fact that he is a down to earth guy, and he, and it, it was it was definitely bittersweet. And it was always a guy that you rooted for because you just know he was a st- solid all around person, not just a player. So he'll be sorely missed without a doubt. Um. I'm I'm assuming you're very happy with Galladay too. I'm I'm obviously just rambling on, Steve. But well, like yeah, of course. Galladay, like he finally, Daniel Jones finally has a weapon now. Like, you finally have a number one. Duke and, and he he never had one in Duke. He barely, Golden Tate was basically our number one the last two years, 
and Shepard. Obviously, as much as we love Shepard, he's not a number one. So it's it's hopefully this is his make or break year. We it's no secret in that um, he's the most heavily uh, blitzed quarterback going into year three. Maybe with Garrett's, there's ways to open up the offense now that there's someone to along with Slayton to blow up the top of the the defense. So well, see now it becomes the big question of the offensive line is with Soldier right. resigning. What are you doing? Because I'm I you think- can't move Thomas. No, I think with Solder, he's going to be more of a swing guy or go right tackle, and he's going to battle with Matt, uh, Matt Pert. Because um, you can't ask Thomas to, to no, no, remove that's, himself that's from that side now. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Uh, it's going to be Pert and him battling for right tackle, and hopefully Pert, he's a third-round pick. We need him to step up and play. Um, let's see what happens. I don't, I don't think, I think Thomas played enough in the second half to earn to be a left tackle. And I think he played better than what Solder ever was the last two years at left tackle. Granted, well, he had a rough So You got to look at it the other way with Thomas, right? He started this year, and he was put in a spot where he was going to struggle right. no matter what. Right, and like who he fought, played against the first couple weeks was that be, he didn't have he didn't really he didn't have a camp uh, a mini camp. Right. The idea was Soldier was going to come in and talk to him about his feet and all that stuff and teach him the NFL feet. As soon as he finally started like watching the film and looking at the film and really getting ahead of the game that way, right. studying, he became a lot better on that side. And you didn't and the, worry as much. As and the, the good thing, and the cool thing with him was he was still able to be a decent running uh, run blocker. So. Yeah, he had to face a lot of it, tough. It tough got to the point where you stopped seeing them stack that side of the line against right. him, and they started going against the other side of the line. Right. The teams and and obviously the whole guard situation with Lemieux and Hernandez. Will Hernandez go to the right guard or Lemieux will go to right? It will, it'll be interesting to see. I would prefer Hernandez back at the left because he's just a little bit more well-rounded. Um, Lemieux, he he's pretty he's a bruiser, but pass protect pass pro he he definitely had a lot of his like weaker moments. And you're like he's which a six always, which is always going to be interesting coming from a Oregon right. lineman. Right. So I don't know. I'm excited what the Giants have done so far. If they get Jackson, he he was a good special teamer. He's a he's very fast punt return kick return. Uh, that's how he got famous in college. So he's a decent number two corner, and that's what we need. So I, let's see what happens. I, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, the if you if you talked to me before we signed Galladay, it was doom and gloom and very upset of like the world sucks and like what are we doing here? But after Galladay got signed, I'm ready to go. And now that now we can do basically whatever we want with the 11th pick now, and that's huge. If we still go with the wide receiver, you're not going to get mad because we need as many playmakers as possible. And with, I know Shepard's not the oldest guy in the room, but, and the contract's fine still, but like we can still add depth pieces that are obviously better than certain players. So we're not a perfect team. So if we get a better person, I'm okay with it, you know? So, there's so many holes that the Giants can do now. And they were like, all right, like, 
like a couple weeks ago, if, if you said that the Giants were going to go after Farley or Sertan, a cornerback, you're laughing because we we need the wide receiver so badly that if we didn't get a playmaker on offense, that would have been moot because that's what Gettleman and Judge, everybody said at the end of the year press conference. And that would be another black mark, you know? So. Well, this is... I guess this is it now. I mean, we had this conversation. I don't remember what game it was after. I feel like it was after one of the Philly games or the, the breaking point for Daniel Jones. But now he's got everything. It was the Buccaneers game. It was the Buck, right. So you look, you're looking at the wide receivers. He's got four guys to throw to now if you count John Ross as a deep threat. He's got two tight ends. Kyle Rudolph is also a good blocking tight end. You got a healthy Saquon. It's... And that's another thing. We need Saquon to be healthy next year, and especially, especially with it being that year of year five contract extension. Right. But and... now he's got everything around him. It's on him. Right. So. Um... And we, I... and we and I think with the Giants, you're gonna have to give it to him regardless because you know year one after the surgery is a lot worse than year two. Year two is more of we're going to get Saquon back unless he, he, he magically has a AP season rushes for almost 2000 yards. You know, um, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I can't, I can't see them going receivers still in the first round. Now we're it's probably not going to happen now, but like if he's the best, if the wide receiver is the best player on the board, he, he can't not hate them taking it, you know, even though it's unlikely now. I don't know. I like. Mm. Yeah, the Bama kid could be there. Either or one of the Bama, corners. Yeah, either Bama kid's going to be there. Either the corners and maybe hopefully Slater from Northwestern. That would be that would be huge. And we don't have to worry about Slater. Right. Oh, we don't have to worry about or even, I don't yeah, I don't think Panesu is going to drop that far, but one of those tackles drops. Yeah. Right. That's. Not too bad right there. No. So we'll have plenty of time to talk about the draft, but the Giants definitely woke up in the free agency finally. We're not the New England Patriots uh, stockpiling tight ends and everything like that, but everything else, free agency was mostly mellow, right? You would think, for the most part. Yeah, there was nothing nothing crazy. Nothing like wow that that happens like I don't know. No, there hasn't been that trade because of a full out of free agency or somebody acting not yet at least. Right. The Sean yeah, Watson well, stuff is a little, little yeah. little issues there going on with Mr. Watson. Yeah, and there's, every day there's a new woman. That's very yeah. scary stuff. Trent Williams got paid though, so that's good for him. Oh yeah, that yeah he he did get paid. The um, Watson that, that being traded of... to the Jets would be such a Jets thing right now. Especially now with everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that would be so Jets. Yeah, I don't it... think the Jets are doing it. No, I don't. I... I don't know. And then Juju. Juju took less Juju's money. Juju's staying is surprising. Yeah, and he turned down from Baltimore and... Baltimore and Kansas City. I'm really shocked turning down Kansas City. I'm really shocked about I'm that. also not su- too surprised about it because if you think back to two years ago, he had terrible numbers. Last year, he had bounce-back numbers with Ben. 
So he's looking at it as yeah. Ben's still here. Let me go work with Ben again. Let me try and help win again. Try and get Ben to win, which again, I, I think I they're second best point. in that division, maybe third. But I get your point. You're you're getting the chance to play with Patrick Mahomes, and yeah, but it's only one year. Big... So if he has another big year, he can go get a payout from a team like Kansas but City. If you're year. playing with Patrick Mahomes, he's going to be in the spot where he was three years ago with AB, and. He's a good number two, and he's technically not the third option if you look at it. And he's basically going to be what's his face's, um, what was the other? Well, Watkins' replacement, which is not a bad thing. So I don't know. You know he's ideally he must, the fourth, the, if you think about it, he is what? The, would be the third option, third or fourth who? option in KC. Juju, if he went to KC, yeah, he would have been number three or four. Which yeah, he's still gonna get like their offense is not gonna shut down. He like he's still gonna get his, right. and he's still very good. So, but um, even still in in Pittsburgh, it's pretty crowded over there. I mean, they have a lot of you know. Yeah, but they're not a Tariq Hill and Travis Kelsey. No, um, it's just but like he he didn't get like Deontay Johnson got more targets than he did right. this year, and they have you know what's just the uh, what's this Washington. Washington and the reverse uh, Chase Claypool that they just oh, yeah. drafted for Notre Dame. Yeah. yeah, basically Claypool is gonna be him. The, yeah, there's a lot of guys that are like, they're not big names, at least right. not anymore, but they're they fill roles well. You know, if you just have them do one thing, they're still available. Like Ty is a guy that I feel like is still. Got a little yeah, bit of still in there. Yeah. Clowney I... is available still. Justin Houston. I'm kinda right. surprised T Y is available. Like why are the Colts not saying, Hey, we have went, let's go win now. Come here. You know. Cypher's I... Cheryl retiring. No. Why would like you retire why would you retire now? He's a free agent. Yes, but look at the team now. He's basically and, like but a... they just traded for what's his face? No, they signed AJ. Exactly. Yeah, they... So now you have him, AJ, and basically him and AJ. AJ on the outside, Hopkins on the outside, and Fitz in the slot. You know who else is available? Steven's boy, Olivier Vernon. <laughs> I could see I could see him signing with some team that he knows is going to win, and then he can actually play because that's that, what yeah. he does. If you could just get him to be a third down rusher, he'll be great. Right. Fun times. Um, do you want to talk a little baseball? Yeah, might as well you know, start talk about why Steven is resisting the greatness that is because Pete we go through this every year, and then they come up to the cold weather and they decide to be like, "Oh, it's cold. We That's, can't play that well." But it's just—it's a false. Like, what happened two years ago <laughs> when he made the team out of camp, and we were like, "This man hit nukes." And then he hit nukes the whole year. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, he very clearly, I don't care. All I what, care about no, right I, now is Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts. I don't care they what just the won again. Are. Did they really? They Did just they? won again. They're going to Sweet 16. They All beat right. number seven Florida. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't nice. care what the numbers look like. He's hitting the ball hard. That's all I care about. He is clearly making good contact. He's that. He's in rhythm. He's not striking out. That's all I care about. We're getting our injuries already, but you know, 
that happens. Carrasco going to be out for a little bit. This is a good thing they brought in depth because two of those guys fighting for the fifth star are going to have to pitch now, which right. is fine. All, Strowman's going to have to step up. All that matters is Walker wearing the necklace. If he wears the necklace, he will have a great year. He'll pitch fine. He'll pitch fine. <laughs> if he doesn't um, wear the necklace, it's up in the air. It's really <laughs> the only thing I'm worried. I'm like I've seen enough of spring training. Jacob Degrom is healthy. I'm good. All I care about is extensions for the rest of the next two weeks. Is extensions and health. Okay, sure. Yeah, stay healthy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have a feeling we're gonna get Lindor done. I I don't think they're gonna I carry. I, you don't think they're gonna get it done? No, I Lindor is the one I think they're gonna get done. I think they're focusing on that. I, I don't think you could get Conforto done even if he was the one you're focusing on right now. I just don't think right. Right. that Boris is going to let it go. And if you look, we talked about this like a few shows ago. If you look at the free agents available next year, there he's the best one. It's not even close. Right, right, right. I, so I let, think like, I, I think yeah. that you have to get Lindor signed because of what you gave up for him. And as long as they don't lowball ball him, I know Andy Martino said shy of 300 the other day. And I think that was more of Andy Martino making a story, which I'm sure it could be pretty much true. But that, if with the new Mets ownership, like I don't think they're gonna lowball a player. Like it was like the start of the like, negotiations. You know how everybody starts either way too high or way too low, depending on what side of the negotiation you're on. So um, Heyman said that it would be around 300 today. They offered him or something around 300 today. So. Uh, hopefully they find somewhere in the middle with that. He's obviously going to get that someplace else. And he, he had a good week with three home runs. I know it doesn't matter spring training, but... But again, hitting the ball hard. Yeah, he's smoking the ball. They're all line drive home runs, mm-hmm. pole jobs. Like, it's it's stuff that you're like, all right, it, that's going to hopefully come in April. You know what I mean? So he's going to love the Coca-Cola corner. He's going to love the mozo. Yeah. Like uh, I see it already. So, um, let's. Yeah, he, let's, he said I, they're I, willing to go to three hundred million. To, um, so yeah. I, that should be actually get it done to me. Right in that area, you should get it done. Yeah, no as of Thursday, Friday, whenever Martino's report came out, I I think they were quote unquote far far away. So uh, he's just a. Piece yeah, of well, Martino we, we know we know that. <laughs> We know that we hey, know, we know that, but he was the only one with that report, so I'm 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 using that as a reference. Right. Uh, I think Mike Puma said they were also. I wouldn't say confirmed, but he was also saying the same kind of things Heyman was saying. Like it's they're talking and it's close. As long as they're close. having a dialogue, I know they just as long as it's before the first pitch of opening day, just hopefully they get it done. They have eleven or so days left to it, so. What would be better One. than Howie Rose introducing Lindor opening day and being like the newly signed seven-year, $300 million shortstop? And that's when they announce it just as he takes the field. Well, there was that whole thing that Steve <laughs> Cohen wanted to have an opening day gala last year. So maybe we can introduce him at the gala. Well, the Are Mets we doing the gala this do... year? The We believe guys don't well, believe he's doing the gala. Think you're... Well, I don't think, they're... I don't think it's like there could be enough people in COVID. You can't have a gala or right. something. Well, they they always had an opening day gala. It's just now the Coens are taking over. They always had. It's just now it's cool. It used yeah. to be. It used to be a season like ticket a holder. Thing. It was like a, yeah. a Met Foundation season ticket holder thing. Yeah, that right. I knew about. 
Um, but yeah, now it's cool because, you know, we have a rich guy running it, you know. Oh, yeah, it was the welcome home dinner or something. Right, the welcome home. And yeah, now, yeah, now yeah, it's a gala yeah, because, yeah. you know, when you're rich, you call things galas. You call things galas. <laughs> I don't know what the ben, difference between One day, we're going to have a gala. <laughs> we're going to have a gala with just some Mountain Dew and some vodka in Steven's basement. That's a fucking gala right there. Uh, we do have some pictures on the wall, so we can call it kind of like... You think everyone there has to yeah. wear one of those glass things in their eye? What are those things called? You have to, <laughs> have to wear them on it. Probably. Don't have a choice. Uh, I know Barstool, the Barstool boys are doing something, like some Met Gala. They're doing a virtual thing, yeah, yeah like uh, opening day thing. In, uh, Come on, on like they said a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, couple weeks, they said a couple of weeks ago, how cool would it be if like Steve Cohen just shows up, <laughs> you know, and just like crashes you know it. What? <laughs> this, this is something we haven't talked about because we, I don't know, I guess we, we missed it, that he came back on Twitter and he's, I, I know I, I, I was right about Steve Cohen on Twitter. That's just a fact. He's he, he's back on, and he's just doing what I all I want him to do. He's basically just a, a corporate account. Right. He's, he's tw- he tweeted on March twentieth. What questions do you want to ask me? He's going to be on with Wayne Randazzo. He's going to spring training. Let LG, you know, with no F. He's basic. LGM. He's he's brought it down. He's just basic. he's just answering some questions about some things. He's not doing his jokey fun stuff that was bound to get old. He they took the Chick Fil A sign off the foul pole. Thank God, because that was the most annoying thing on the face of the planet. He says he's going to get blue hair too. Uh, we already decided the whole team's getting it, but it's okay. He that's said, this. That's this year's thing. Remember, we did the blonde a couple years ago. Now we're doing all blue. Steve, what are you most impressed about Lindor so far? The blue hair, for sure. I'm not sure I could rock blue hair like he can. <laughs> Steve, dye your hair blue. It's fine. He, he doesn't have, have hair. Make it blue. Exactly. Just paint your head blue then. Um. Yeah. I mean, things are the. I can tell things are different because Carrasco got hurt and we didn't freak out. Like that wasn't day to day. Twitter didn't freak out. The world didn't freak out. It was just a, okay. People get hurt. It happens. Right. Although it wasn't day to day, but we did deal with this. Like, why is he not pitching in real games for a little while? But well, he also is the high risk and the, the sure. whole cancer situation from a few seasons ago. Yes. So he plus, more plus, yeah. So. It was all understandable. It was all controlled. Like, all right, he's the only reason. He's the only guy not at camp. But this is why. And you're like, all right, yep, makes a lot of sense. Hopefully, and I think he tried to revamp, vamp up, and he teared his ham, hammy. So, not yeah. ideal. Not ideal. I, he will. I think we'll be okay though. Yeah, I, I, I think this year we have a lot of pitching depth that it's just like, all right, well. The next guy can't fall, go down. You know, what I mean, that's that's how the Mets always operate, unfortunately, with their luck. So, hopefully, right now it's just really Lugo and Carrasco injury bug wise. So, Diaz looks good though right now. So hopefully Diaz brings that up to New York as well. So, um, Yankee Land. I think Yankee Land's normal Yankee. Everything's peachy. It's I haven't heard of peep. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> haven't heard a peep from them. Like 
it's weird. There's not a lot of TV this year for whatever reason. Oh, like, so I, annoying. I because you also can't tra- been- well you got to realize the the like the SMI guys aren't traveling to the ballparks that's the thing so they're not doing oh, yeah. the travel thing that. that's why but there's not as much TV the home games though I thought they would play a little bit more um like today, trying to I limit the they... amount of things that they have going on there yeah I'm sure. should be that I'm sure it is uh but like I, I was I was about to go on channel 11 checking it oh so it's a day game both teams are playing maybe one of them will be on Channel 11, but no prevail. Hopefully, um, so I don't know. I haven't really gotten into watching yet or listening to either team, but I I hope Jay Bruce makes the roster. If not, I'm sure he'll be traded right away, and he deserves to be in a major league roster. We all know that. So it's going to be interesting to see how. And apparently, Diedrich's having a good camp as well. So. It's of course the Yankees get log jams of like the most important roster moves ever. So typical lucky Yankees. Yeah. Like our guy will bat like two ten. You're like, oh, we have to bring him up. <laughs> also, we're not. Also, yep. we remember Vin. We already talked about this, but guess it won't work now. Um, we can't do redo the uh, Seattle trade anymore because it was going to help our center field thing, but he sucks in center field. Med sucks in center. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I met, I met Rosario and his three errors in center field those first. I mean, well, as soon as they made that trade, I looked at their team and I was like, they don't have a second baseman. Well, they didn't at the time, so I was like, are they gonna play Jimenez, who's just unquestionably better at short, shortstop at second base, and play Med short just because he hasn't done it? And they were smart and didn't just said, this guy's our shortstop. We'll figure out the other guy. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to play him in the outfield. They're trying to play him at, I don't know, third probably. No, they have a third baseman, I think. They have Jose Ramirez. So it's just... Right, yeah. He's not... Yeah. What about second? Do they have a second baseman over there? I think they signed Cesar Hernandez, who's, like, fine at second base. They're also not really trying to win very much. Right. Um, well, so, yeah, they're like, looking for. Isn't that wasn't that Al? Who was that guy from Vanderbilt? Al Ider's son. I think it's his nephew. Or is this ne- no? It might be his son. His son. He there is a lighter in the league now on the Phillies. That might be his nephew. And then the one now is his son. I think. I think it's Jack. Right, and they're saying he's going to be like a top five pros- uh, guy in the draft this year. He's he's throwing 96, and I think he threw a no-hitter the other day. I just want to see. Yeah, he's Alice. Is, this is Al Leiter's son, and Mark yeah. Leiter is on the field. He's, that's his nephew, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that. That's baseball. Um, we are going to do a, our next show will be our baseball preview show along with, uh, the three of us idiots trying to figure out how to do a baseball draft. Well, well, we know how to do it. Speak for yourself. Just us three idiots (laughs) trying not to lose our train of thought while talking about something when we pick our picks, make our picks. Um... 
But with that being said, also, uh, Islanders got a big blow since the last time we spoke with Oof. Islanders Lee tearing his ACL, uh, being done for the season. It kind of helps a little bit, but hurts on the ice right now. Uh, they get the $7 million cap hit back. Yes. Um, yeah, so basically they could trade for anybody they want now. Um, is that helpful? Uh, not really. I don't think anybody is going to be as impactful as Anders Lee. Maybe Hall off. Like, they're different players. They probably have an equal impact. They're just different kinds of players. Um, he obviously has experience playing with Jordan Everly, so that'll help. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough to replace, you know, their captain, especially the way he was playing this year. He was leading the team in goals. Well, yeah, um, they did have their first win since the official announcement, I think it was. Or maybe they had two wins after. Before it, yeah. the two double yeah, wins. They, 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 they won his first, the first game he was out. But, yeah, since the official announcement, they won their first game. Right. And, and they, they got back to the way they were playing before, the other night against Philly. They got back to th- their game. Yeah, they're 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 playing their style of hockey. They they have the one loss in what eleven games. It's they're playing fine. It's just that blow to Lee is obviously gonna be a killer, but they'll find a way to bounce back. Now they have a bunch of young guys that could not fill the void but plug and play and hopefully they find the role with the Islanders for the future, you know? Cause obviously they're one of the better teams in the division, so they're definitely gonna make the playoffs. So it's just mixing and matching, and if they can get a player, it be a trade that's worth it, you got to do it. Uh, yeah, it's just you were getting back. It it was going so well. The, the, I mean, they were playing the the Sabers and the Devils, right? So right, right. It was but it was easy. It was playing. two weeks the of playing. Are playing for, but the Devils are playing competitively. The Devils the, are a competitive team, at least. But it was also they got kind of fat and happy against the three games against the Sabers. But they were still had gotten for the really like not I wouldn't say the first time since Trotz has been here. But, but you're I would playing who's who's in front of your schedule and you can't you can't right. discount that. But yeah, it, it, it was the most confident I had been in their roster because they had the first line was going, the second line was consistent being the shutdown line and then they had the third line with the with um Pajot and Oliver Wallstrom and the way Michael Dalcol was playing and obviously the fourth line does its thing it was the first time I had 12 guys where I was like I'm good with all these guys playing nice. they're doing their thing I'm good but now once you lose one guy and it's and and they lose a couple games so they're changing lines and now Leo Komarov's on the first line and it's just like yeah I mean it'll work for a little bit but like how long are we going to do this right so, um, they do need to obviously add a forward. The traded line, I think, is April 12th or something. And they need another defenseman because their extra defensemen are two guys that... Thomas hadn't... Hickey is Listen, here to stay. We we're good Thomas. to go. You know we what? We're going to fill. Him. We're gonna put him in at left wing as soon as Dobson's off the COVID list. I'm, we are golden. Very happy and for Thomas Hickey and love Thomas Hickey. There isn't a better guy in the organization, but he hadn't played a hockey game in a whole year. Two years. Before this game. 
And the same thing with Sebastian Ajo, who hadn't played a game in like two years. So they do need a defense, a depth defenseman who's actually played some hockey recently. But yeah, but now not. they maybe both have. Now technically they both, both have. have. So we're good. Dobson being out, their depth defensemen have actually played. So maybe <laughs> not. I don't know. Thomas Hickey is the type of player you root for at all times. Right. They've been talking about. They talked about it. You know, a year ago he lost his brother to a bad uh, brain tumor. Um, and you could just hear, and if you look at the on their social media today, you could just see how much that he means to the organization. Like they've been so trying you know, like, to get him in a good scenario, but like forget the depth defense. We're keeping Thomas Hickey's here for life. Like, can Over we just sign him? Just here's your life. here's your lifetime contract. Except you're gonna make a lot less money, so it doesn't hurt us in the cap because you, you, you suck against the cap right now. Seven hundred thousand dollars a year instead of Matt Martin's one point five million for the rest. I mean, Matt Martin's a life. known goal scorer now. Okay, he has just, one goal for every him. year. <laughs> he has one goal for each year on that contract. Yeah, I mean he's not. He's. I mean, like, like I said, the fourth line does their thing. It's it's something you don't really worry about. Oliver Wallstrom's kind of the story of the team at the moment. He's, I think he, I read in, uh, in the stat recap, the guy's name, Eric Hornick. Um, I think he leads all rookies in power play points and power play assists at the moment. So even though the power play is in a bit of a slump. And he fights. What? <laughs> he got into a fight yesterday, which I, I, you I got tweeted so mad Texas about Steven, <laughs> young man. And we have people who fight on this team. There are including anybody on not even on the first line anymore that leaves there, but like we have a whole fourth line that can fight for you. Let Leo Camara fight for you. Let one of the somebody else fight for you. But he kinda just got jammed. L- they all literally just grabbed him and started punching him, so he didn't really have much yeah. of a choice. But he stood up. And he was like, Well, I he guess fought I'm back. fighting. He fought back. They also said he fought twice in uh, in um in Bridgeport last year. So maybe Maybe he's got more fighting chops than I thought he did. But the most important thing right now with Fear the Islanders is leaving him where he is. Like, he's the perfect guy to put on that first line where he could just kind of go to the net, find a spot to stand open, let Barzell skate around in circles, and he'll get his shots. He's that perfect guy. But right now, in the scenario that they're in, he cannot leave that wing of Pajot. No. He makes Pajot better. He makes himself make Pajot makes him better. They just work well together. And yes, uh, I was talking to Rosen on the phone about this uh, yesterday. We said that probably next year, depending on who's gone from the expansion draft and free agency, he could move his way up into. He is technically a first or second liner long term on this trans- in this franchise. However, right this moment, this season, he needs to stick on that third line as long as it's working with Pajot. I agree. I I do like like Anthony Bavillier hasn't really done much lately, but I like his fit with them. They played them together last night on the third line because Dalcall was out, and I think they put I don't know who they put in the second line. Uh, it was Dalcall was on the second line with oh okay. Bo moved down to line three, which is what they also did. Right. They did that the other night also. They did that Thursday night also. That was the same they line. They switched Bo and Delcall, and then Kamarov went to the first line. I, I like right, actually they that Bellows. Bo, they did a bench Bellows. That's what it was. Not, not Delcall. And you know Bellows. what? You're hearing it from me for the first time out loud. But a couple weeks ago when Lee first went down, 
he did uh carver did a podcast and i don't see podcasts with compton and they were talking about it and they were talking about contracts that can come up that already are on the team if they don't if they don't get a big move at the deadline that can basically do what lee does andrew I'm hanging out the phone if you're saying nope absolutely not you're I'm whipping not, out even, the jersey you're gonna take me. out the jersey nope you know and technically, they have the same type of. Jersey. They also have the same type of knee at this point. With you know, Lee's is dangling. So in... <laughs> he doesn't even play in Bridgeport. That's the thing. Like he doesn't like they. He's basically just sitting home. He played like one game in in Bridgeport. I. They have to make a move. Like, the the obvious move is Kyle Palmieri. It's a it's a devil. It's a Lou guy. It's it's not the same thing as Lee, but it's a similar player. He kills penalties. He fits into the the scheme of this team, and he's like a twenty five goal scorer usually. So I, it's the perfect fit. He doesn't make too much money. It shouldn't cost that much. So that I think that's the most likely scenario that they go out and get. And you know it costs whatever draft picks it costs. But the draft is a mess this year, and nobody knows when it's going to be. Nobody can scout anybody. So. They can have whatever draft picks they want. I don't really care. I mean, if you look at anything, you look at the Pajot trade and you just say, Lou, you gave up three draft picks that nobody's ever going to remember and got a guy for seven, yeah. six and a half years. Yeah. Who who wins, what, what is he at, like 73% on faceoffs? I don't know about that much. He's probably... In the 60s, I would say. He's very good on face. He's the unsung hero of the team. He does everything. He plays in all positions. That's the other thing about the lines, which I get, we've kind of, like, that That was a big Isles Twitter thing in the Capiana era of, like, the lines get released, like, when, like, like, like a Wednesday Terry line in, in baseball. And you just flip out. Yeah. You just <laughs> flip out. But, like, regardless of who's playing on the first line, if it's not, you know, when it's not Anders Lee... Peugeot plays there sometimes. He gets extra shifts here, gets extra shifts there. How many like, times in the third period base. do you watch Peugeot on the ice just to take a face-off with all four lines? Right. <laughs> right, or it's Peugeot, Bailey, and Nelson, and that's their shutdown line, and they just throw that out there at the end of the game. So it's like they, they're going to play their 17-ish minutes a night, the whole, you know, the first line, the second line, and him. And and they you, you figure it out. It's not as much, you know, he's not running wolves from out there you know, 18 minutes a night either. It's it's 10 minutes a night. That is not how you spell this man's name. He also has the hardest name in the world to spell. Who? Pajot. Pajot? <laughs> it's just Page E-A-U. It's French. Well, loody-doo-doo. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I know you were going to hit me with the loody-doo-doo. All right. His so- face-off percentage this season... Probably 50, high 57.2. Yeah. That, but if you look at that compared to the rest of the league. 52.6 in his career. That's probably like top-ish in the league. Let's see. Wow. Uh, Austin Matthews apparently has... Brady Chuchuk on Ottawa has 141 shots. That's crazy. I'm looking at this is puckbase.com. He is 12th in the league, tied with Tricidal at 54, 57% in faceoffs. I was looking at hockey references. 
The best is Luke Glendening, who's on the Red Wings. So that's, I mean, good for you, bro. <laughs> I mean, they take a lot of center ice face-offs, so, you know. Yeah. But then Bergeron, Giroux, Ryan O'Reilly, the normal name. Right, he's never going to be. Tavares. Remember when JT sucked at face-offs? He still sucks at There was a hit piece on him today in Toronto. Oof. Some oh. guy was like, he's overpaid. <laughs> oh, like, like we didn't know that? Well, that's the thing. They, the guy went through a list and he's like, well, he's not Nathan McKinnon or Leon Dreisler or Connor McDavid. And he's not, you know, he's not going to play two-way hockey like this guy and this guy. And then he throws in at the end and he's not as explosive offensively as Matt Barzell. And I was like, yes. No shit, oh, boy. Sherlock. Yeah, but honestly, this is like a Toronto writer, but it's like he's basically the Larry Brooks of Toronto. Like, it's just Got being blacksmiths and... Andrew Ladd is is a minus one with one game in Bridgeport so far this year. Bring him up. <laughs> Line him up. Um, but yeah, they're. I mean, listen. At this yeah, point, you're looking at you're looking we're at doing their thing. They're tied for first. And if and at this point, you're a, you're a playoff team. Like you're going to be every year with Trots in charge. You're fighting for Pretty it. Much. You got plenty of people complaining about everything. Shout out to the birthday boy today who doesn't listen to our podcast, so we could talk shit about him on here. Who just finds every negative possible to f- tweet about? Right. <laughs> love you, Devin. Devin is negative <laughs> about things, but you know, we still love him. Uh, but we some negative about the Mets that way too, so it kind of evens out. Even though he's not a Mets fan, obviously. As long as it's funny, as long as we get the good tweets of him talking about how much the Jets are dog shit, it's a good, it's a good even, I mean, evens everything out. Can't blame him on, can't blame him on those. <laughs> the least the Jets tough. could have done was traded Sam Darnold for some like bag of shit today he for his my, birthday. He had my favorite reaction after they won that game. He was, it was just like he's like, I'm done. I'm quite literally changing teams. And then next morning he was like, I guess I just gotta take this out. Like I, I don't know what. To... <laughs> and I was like. I feel so bad for you right now, bro. <laughs> He's like trying to become a Charger fan, and I was like, you know, it's not gonna work. Like, you just gotta stick through this, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. What are the next up to, Danny? They lose yet? They were winning. Uh, I'm not watching. Uh, they were. They, they were the beating the, the Sixers last time I looked. Sixers up three, four minutes remaining. Ah, yeah, they're gonna blow it. But they're kind of getting healthy right now too. The Knicks, they got uh, what's his name back today, right? Yeah, they got quickly back today, so that's huge. Rose is still out. Who? Oh, uh, Rose. Yeah. Uh, he. Uh, it's just one of those weird things. Like, Danny, who wears twenty three on the Knicks? Oh, Robinson. Uh, Robinson's back. Well, no, he's, he's back actually on a broken wrist. He's actually walking around right now with like. Hands on his knees, gingerly yeah, walking around and looking at his yeah. ankles. Yeah, he's he's dead. He hasn't played in a couple weeks with the broken wrist. So well, he's he's dressed, playing today. He's yeah. walking around like. No, I'm saying he came back today, so he's definitely tired. Oh, okay, it's probably just definitely doesn't have game shape. But weak, weak they're still playing fine. They had a couple rough losses when they played the Nets and the Sixers, which were expected. But it's just one of those. If you're going to be a playoff team... But didn't they team, play the Nets tight? Wasn't that did. game they like tight? Played, yeah. They played both of them 
very tight. If you're going to be a playoff team, you're going to have to find a way to win those games kind of thing. So we'll see what happens. What, what's the challenge rule in the NBA? The what, Is there a point where you can't challenge it as a coach? It's got to come from like the league office or something? Isn't just everything reviewed? Yeah, I think everything's just reviewed if they, they need it. I'm not wasn't sure. Wasn't that the problem at the end of the net game? Didn't they think like... It, they called uh, no, Randall on the jump was, ball, yeah, but was, really it was knocked out by what's his name. So technically, he should have been allowed to continue. Well, yeah, the travel call, yeah. So I, I don't know, man. It's well, the Knicks just scored, and then Julius Randall just had a huge steal. So all right. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, Barrett. Okay, Barrett can't shoot threes anymore. Got it. Yeah, basically, yeah. So if this game goes tied, can you think they'll just put Barrett and Simmons on each side and just be like, all right, you guys are doing a three-point contest. You each have two minutes. Let's see who makes more. Do like a shootout thing. (laughs) Yeah, I would hope Barrett would win that out. Oh, Barrett. Oh, yeah. The Knicks are playing fine. The Nets are the Nets. They're basically the Islanders. If they lose, you're like, oh, wow, okay, they lost kind of thing. Um Harden's pardon. He's been scoring triple doubles every every night. It seems like um, I don't know what he did tonight, but I know they won. Um, Griffin played yeah, today. This... I know Griffin played today for yeah, the first time. He checked in. Dunk. Yeah, Bleacher Report says he can still dunk, which we all know. But whatever. I would hope so. You know how. To... <laughs> <laughs> um, Jinx. Yeah. So I don't know. There. The Knicks are going to have to play it out. It's going to be a tough battle to finish it out, honestly. They're only a half game in a playoffs, but I thought it was more. But isn't yeah. aren't they doing what they did last year? So technically, yeah, half game out, they're still... Yeah, there's like a 10 seed. So there's two oh, with the series game thing. Gotcha. Right. So as long as they don't fall out of that, they'll be in that. They'll be in the... Which they in should the... be able to get into that. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Right. They so, they have the talent to get to happens. that. The deadline's like this They're week, definitely... right? I have no idea. I'll, I'll be honest. Um, so I know there's a lot of talks with him, them, and the Pelicans with Ball and a couple other Ball, point guards. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. I We're in that camp. Thankfully, Sorry for yawning. I don't know why I was just yawning on the the thing. I didn't want to mute myself. And Unbelievable. <laughs> but fire, Danny. Honestly, no more paychecks. As long as they don't. Yeah. <laughs> as long as um. As long as we're uh, not trading anybody that we're like, like worth like trading for and killing our like mojo this season. I'm I'm for it. You know what I mean. I feel like, like this was the a... fact that you have Thibodeau, like, running shit. Like, yeah, they have right. the GM, but, like, you have Thibodeau who knows. It's like, hey, we need to keep this core. He did it in Chicago. Right. He kept the core together and built around it. Uh, granted, right. they went through, you know, he had to go through Miami with LeBron mm-hmm. all those years when he was in Chicago. Right. But still, like. He knew, like, if we're going to build, and it was the one thing they never got along with in Minnesota was they got that core, and then nobody, then they just kept giving away everybody. They wouldn't sign guys. They wouldn't pay guys. Like, I feel like now he finally gets a chance to have a franchise where money's not really, like, the biggest thing. 
You know, it's kind of similar to with with the Mets now and thinking about with Steve Cohen in charge. Money's not really like like if this was a year ago, you and you if they made that trade for Lindor a year ago, you knew he was walking at the end of the year. There's no right. way the Wilpons pay him three hundred million dollars. Yeah, this this move would have never happened. Right, the trade may may have never. They wouldn't happened. even have made the trade. Vin's sending laughing faces on. <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. Also, look at Dwight Howard still playing in the NBA. Alright, Knicks down one minute left. Oh, Steel. I don't know who you are. <laughs> but you just missed the layup, so I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> what number? 18. Oh, Alex Burks. He literally stole the ball, had a breakaway, and, and missed the layup. But like Alex the the Parks. Sixer guys are like right on his tail, so it's not like. Gotcha. What are the odds? This is this popped into my head the other day, and now I see him again, so it popped into my head again. What are the odds that Doc Rivers is in Space Jam, so they can have Bugs Bunny say "What's up, Doc?" to Doc Rivers? <laughs> it's, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I think. Oh, so, too. before we go, speaking of Space Jam. Um, Falcon, Winter Soldier. I keep confusing the name. Is it Falcon and Winter Soldier? Or is it Winter Soldier? It and is Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, it's Falcon <laughs> and Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. But with a Captain America shield and the logo. <laughs> right. Um, I early think... react. I think it's I too think early it to okay. react to it. Yeah, it was okay. Like I like I said before the show, I think. I'm, I know you guys disagree with me, but I'm, I'm actually happy it's a show. And I, I'm not sitting there for three hours like, all right, what's going on type of vibes. I'm happy it's spaced out each week. All right, I could give it 45 minutes and hopefully it builds up to right. the perfect thing. So I'm, I'm kind of glad it's a show, not a movie. Uh, the first episode was all right. They, they try to build it up with like certain pieces and War Machine and... They pretty much the origin stories and what's going on now. The origin story of Bucky and then what's going on now with Falcon. So there was enough action. So the action was there that we didn't really get with uh, WandaVision until towards the end. So it's going to be more action packed, I think, obviously. But so I'm I'm fine with it. A completely different show, which we all expected. So I. It's gonna do what it, I think. It's gonna do what we all want it to do. I don't know how much more. They say there's supposed to be a lot more uh, nuggets and uh, Easter eggs for previous movie, um, newer movies that come out. So, um, hopefully they keep on hitting home runs, you know. And if this happens to hit a double or a triple, it'll still be good, but it won't be on the upper echelon of things. So right. we'll see what happens. This was at least baseline of entertaining, like, kind of like you said. It was... But I was surprised, though, because, like, the action sequence in the beginning of this episode with Falcon and, like, the plane exploding behind him, that was, like, the big clip they were using in all the promos. Right. So to me, that was, like, the fact that that's very early, like, literally the first probably 20 minutes of the series, I, it, it probably gives me hope for the rest of it, like, that we haven't seen all of it and that all the clips they were showing were all, like, pre, you know, early season stuff, which is kind of what they did for WandaVision. All the clips you saw were kind of early uh, right. in the season stuff. I, I mean, 
I, I we talked about this out there. I didn't love the Bucky stuff. It was fine. The Falcon stuff was a lot more interesting. And like the, yeah, the I think because because it's like a modern day of like what Falcon's going on, right? Opposed to a origin story with Bucky. So it's gonna be interesting how they meet up. Are they gonna meet up? Like, are they just gonna have two separate storylines? They'll have to meet up eventually. Right. Um, of course. In the commercials, they're together at some point. So, is it going to be next episode or the episode following? There's only six episodes, so right. You would think they said in this one that he's ignoring his text messages. You would think they'd have to meet up in this one. Um, right. I like the you know the kind of analysis of like the bank loan stuff and the right. the, the racism that was still existing and not not having income for five years. He wasn't around, but that was just a funny line. Right. What would you like them to do? Um, but yeah, Which I does mean, lead to the other thing, Vin, you and I kind of talked about. Should Tony Stark have paid the Avengers? Well, that's the thing. Like they, he paid for the compound, right? So they were living at the compound, the Avengers. But I was, I texted to Stephen, Daniel, like, if he needs money, he could just call them, call like Pepper, right. and just be like, I need some money. And, and right. he would be fine. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe he'll call Rhodey. I don't know. I, I the, the this other Captain America guy is. I'm I'm, I'm getting bad vibes from. Him. Right, yeah. We got 19.1 seconds down three. Don't love him. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that next week. That's just like the dumbest thing I've ever seen, and it's like, and it's funny because you knew something was going to happen stupid once he gave the shield up right away. Right. <laughs> Once he gave oh. the shield up, like right in the uh, beginning of the episode, he's already I, like, I, yeah. "All right, I I refuse. I I don't really care. Um, like I'm probably not going to see it, so you can spoil it all you want. Um, what do you guys think of Justice League? Didn't watch it. So much better. Steven's a sucker. So much better. No, it's because I actually wanted. Like I said, the Vin, they could have taken out parts of it. But the parts that I think they could have taken out would have just were just basically to um, prepare you for the Batman Snyder doing the Batman movies with Affleck. That's all that was. But that they aren't doing. They are doing them. So there's going to be two sets of Batman movies coming that out. That just seems complicated. I don't know what Julius Randall just did, but that was terrible. He missed the layup, and they're gonna lose. <laughs> nice. All right. I, I I don't know about two Batman movies, so, but yeah, so I mean the, oh, yeah. the Affleck Snyder thing is gonna be a mini series on HBO Max. It's one of those HBO Max things. They right, basically so they were trying to make money. Um, also, they're talking now. Warner Brothers is like saying all the views that this got, like in the first twenty four hours, and they're already trying to convince him to do other movies like the rest yeah. of the, his storyline that he presented to them originally no, so he signed like a three or four year contract i don't get which was he the original director or they just have him hired him no they, he was he did do... he did man of steel right and then he did he worked on batman versus superman also and he was going to do justice league but his daughter committed suicide so he left oh okay so that's where they yeah. brought in another one who, if you actually, like, watch closely, if you actually, like, think back to that one and actually watch this one, and then take what the guy who played Cyborg said about Weldon, 
uh, Josh Whedon or whatever. Josh well, Whedon. Josh yeah. Whedon is the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. And like talking about how racist he was and how how much he discriminated. Like, you can see how much of what Snyder took out and why Cyborg was the guy who played Cyborg was so, Ray Fisher. I think his name is right. Yep. Yep. Ray Fisher. Why he was so pissed off about everything that went down with the original movie that came out. Because there's so much taken out and like with Snyder coming back in, he what he basically re added to the movie was basically what the world's fighting for right now and it's you know black people in these movies, you know, seeing more black superheroes, you know, Asians, all that stuff and like you can see all the parts where Snyder would have taken out to make other movies out of to yeah. made into this one he didn't really shoot he, a lot they said they said it was only like two months of reshoots but it was really more of like 10 total minutes of film time wow it, that's a, it doesn't make a lot of i don't know it doesn't seem like it it, it was worth it this I, it, this whole to... this whole dc origin stories lost me at batman versus superman i thought it was right. Like it, it lost me. I'm like, I'm, I'll wait. I'll get back on next Batman. I, I'll, 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 I'll try to get back. But like this story, I'm like, all right. After Batman versus Superman, I'm out. I, I don't care how if I miss the boat. I'm like, I, it was so bad. I thought it was just not. It was, it was like the way they like glued it together. I'm like, eh. I wasn't impressed. So if I one day watch them all, great. But I'm I'm not pl- I'm not planning on sitting down for four hours. Hopefully, yeah. maybe one day if I'm really bored, maybe. But it's just like, all right, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm probably gonna take this play off with them. I'm yeah, so confused I, about I what's I'm happening just, in the Mickey. I just I'm not as invested as as I am with Marvel, and it's just like it's not they're just not as good. I don't know what the reason is. I'm not smart enough to know that. But they're just bad, and I'm like Wonder Woman stunk, and I'm just I'm over it. The most recent Wonder Woman was bad. The original, the first one was good. Yeah, the first one was fine. The, the most recent one stunk. Um, but you got to realize what what Weldon did was basically try and like he read all the things of oh Marvel has this funny side to them and all that stuff, and he tried to make Justice League funny. Like put but funny he also, things. So, he so killed Josh, it. Well, because of it. Josh Whedon also directed Age of Ultron. So he's done a Marvel movie before. Right, which is what he knew he needed those so quirky I, I'm lines. I'm assuming that that's funny. why they brought him in the first place. But they're subtle lines. They don't need to be funny. Like that's the But difference. that's also like, the thing with DC. It's different. It's not Marvel. It's not supposed right. to be that humorous right. thing. Do your own thing. Don't try to be... You're not going to do what they do as good as them, so do something else. Which is what Snyder people, did with this. Well, Justice that's League. the crazy thing. Like you have Superman and Batman. They're quote unquote bigger superheroes. Yeah. I don't know how they keep messing up Superman. It doesn't make any sense to me. I there's, I haven't seen a good Superman movie in my life. How did the Knicks get the ball that, back? That's not true. Ben. <laughs> I I have not. Okay, I'm saying in our life. Like when have they made a good Superman movie in our, in our life? Man of Steel. I didn't like Man of Steel. Uh, that went in. No. They said men shooting Kawhi shots over here. We're just commentating Nick games now. <laughs> What's going on? Julius Randle. Somehow, somehow Julius Randle. got Kawhi-like the Kawhi-like shot, Danny. Like somehow, with 19 seconds down, left, up, they're tied. Right? They're tied. Tied second. Tied with five seconds. I think that the – so Julius Randle went up for a layup, 
with like the 20 seconds left, missed it. And I think the Sixers missed both the free throws after they fouled. And yeah. now the Knicks just got the I ball think back. they did the smart thing and they fouled Dwight Howard. They might, I don't know. And then he just hit a three from the corner that bounced off the front of the rim, off the backboard, and in. Okay. So now there's five seconds left and the game's tied. Now we have to waste time, so you know. Now there's twelve timeouts that have to be taken no, before the no. next. <laughs> this show's over. We we wasted enough time talking about rediscovering North Dakota and whatever the hell we did. We still haven't figured out what fifty states we're keeping. Uh, next show, I'll have that. next show, I'll re. I'm redoing the map. Just Dakota, just Virginia, just just Carolina. We should go to Les because that song. That's a long song. Do you want to go down to 40 <laughs> states? <laughs> I think we got to go back to let's the good old go, days. Yeah, let's just go to 13 colonies and forget everybody else. Oh, God. Let's not. We just need to bring California over to here. Like, we need to just move California. Cut out all those useless like, things in the middle, like Oklahoma and Kansas. <laughs> 100%. We're trading Florida for California, and I don't know how that's going to work, But and then we're good. Done. You know, if we just kind of flip California in a way, you know. Or we just move to the West Coast. It's like Seattle seems nice. Oh, turnover. Turnover. Nick Wall. There's no way. Okay, we're going overtime. That was a terrible shot. Yeah, <laughs> was it wasn't great. Like, right, you had more. You had three extra let's seconds. End the show. Let's We're end the show. Danny needs to go watch overtime. Watch overtime. We will talk to you guys in a couple of weeks with our baseball preview slash fantasy baseball draft. Enjoy your weeks, everybody. Talk to you soon. Introducing SN Snapshots, a new photography business started up by SND Podcast co-host Steven. Make sure to follow him on all of social media such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching SN Snapshots. That's shots with a Z. He can also be reached very easily through his website snsnapshots.com so if you need a photographer for any sort of event and or project contact SN Snapshots yeah.